What's up? How's it going, my honkies on donkeys? It's Vadim with 90s Got Babble. Back on to just babble about a few things that have been on my mind lately and that have come to my mind within the past few days. I mean, that's really all this is, just a little talk between me and me and whoever wants to listen. Um... I kind of had, you know, a topic for today, somewhat of a topic. You know, I don't really have topics. I just have something that I kind of wanted to say. And then whatever comes out in the process, it just kind of happens. So uh, bear with me here. Um, one thing that uh, I, I like to start off on a silly, I don't like the word silly, but goofy or whatever note. Uh so you guys know that I work at a grocery store and I like to point out, you know, the funny stuff people do at the store. Um, I had a situation uh, about two days ago where uh, I was walking through an aisle and I had spilled some coffee on accident. Uh, so I quickly went and got a bo- bottle of cleaner and some uh, some towels. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm just going to quickly wipe this up. You know, no harm, no foul. Well, uh... You know, I get to start doing it. I see that there's a customer at the very end of the aisle. This happened at one end of the aisle, pretty much as soon as you walk into the aisle. And there's a customer at the very other end. So I'm thinking, whatever, you know, if they want to, they can turn around or they can, you know, give it a second and I'll be done. Or, you know, however long it takes me to finish. Um, And most people, you know, they'd be courteous enough to kind of beat around the bush if they were waiting for me to finish if you know they didn't want to turn around that's what i would assume that's what i would do um i like to say most people because i assume that most people are are kind and uh respectful and you know think about others but uh i'm starting to notice that it's not most people it's very few people which is a very very sad state of affairs um but so you know i'm i'm uh, i'm getting this spray bottle and i kind of get you know squat down and i'm trying to spray the spray bottle over the coffee stain and stuff and the coffee and i'm like okay so it's not spraying out the bottles you know you pumping 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 and nothing's coming out normally it takes you know a little while for something to start coming out with these cheap bottles but uh this one was taking a while and i was pumping 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 and nothing was happening so i'm like okay well plan b i'm gonna open the cap and spill out you know some of the cleaner or whatever it's a degreaser you know i don't want i don't i could clean up the stain just like that but then it'll have sugar and it'll be sticky so i'm like well i'll put this degreaser there whatever it'll clean off the floor a little better um so i open the cap and uh i go to pour some out on the floor and i pour some out on the floor and i kind of look up and i realize because i knew there was a lady kind of that that lady that was walking i knew she was kind of walking my way but i thought she might you know like I said, maybe look around like she's shopping or something. But she stands nose of the cart first to my face pretty much. And so when I look up, I'm looking up at the, you know, front end of her cart. And I look up and I see she's just kind of staring at me. And I just had poured this stuff out. She just seen me pour the stuff out onto the floor. Um... So I don't know if she was surprised that I poured something on the floor. She's like, well, this doesn't make sense. He's cleaning, but he's pouring stuff out. Um, And she was maybe trying to figure out in her mind. I I don't know. You know, I try to figure these people out, but I need to realize that none of us think alike. Um, And it's very hard to get past that 
understanding because we always assume that everyone thinks the way we do because our minds is the only mind we've ever been in, right? So the way we think has been the only way that we know to think. So um, like uh, a scientist, for instance, might think completely different than uh, a, a plumber. Uh, a farmer might think completely different than a gangster that's you know mugging people on the streets for money. Uh, people think completely differently, but I always assumed that people pretty much thought the same, but they just had different decisions that they made. Like for instance, the outcomes were the same, or not the outcomes, but the decisions were all the same. Like I could either do A, B, C, or D, but they just chose different things. Like the farmer would say, well, I could do this, 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 or that, and I'm going to choose to do this. Uh, I'm going to choose to uh, save up some money, buy a tractor, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, but then a gangster would think, you know, I could save up, I can do this, I can do that. But, you know, it's easier to just go rob someone, so I'm just going to do that. Well, the farmer thinks, yeah, it is easier to go rob someone, but what kind of business am I going to have here farming uh, if people get wind of me, you know, robbing people, they're not going to want my product. I'm going to have, you know, failures in my company. Um, where a gangster, you know, he wouldn't really care because if people find out he's robbing, mugging, all this other stuff, well, that's the kind of crowd he's around anyway. So who cares if, if you know, if people find out. If anything, it'll give him more street cred. Um, so, you know, I assume in my mind this lady's standing there. And in my brain, I'm like, I can't think of many scenarios why you would just stand there. Um, so I kind of look up at her and I don't like to tell customers what to do. I never have. I never like telling people what to do. Um, I'm definitely learning how to tell people what to do and I'm definitely learning how to kind of, I, I wouldn't necessarily say order someone around, but kindly tell people, hey, um, if you could please walk around or if you could please uh, not do that or if you could please this, this or that. Because I guess sometimes people just don't think and uh, they might be tired. You know, tired to me is the best explanation. Like I was tired. I was just standing there. I zoned out. That to me is a great explanation. I, I guess I could understand that. Um, so this lady is just standing there and just staring at me. Um, and so I look up and I'm like, ma'am, if you could please, you know, walk around. I'm going to be cleaning this spill here. So in my mind, I'm thinking, what could she possibly have wanted from me while I was like, in the process of cleaning the spill. And I, you know, brought it up as a joke to my manager and he said that um she wanted you to to get out of the way pretty much. But to me that means one thing. If I got out of the way, she's going to walk all over the spill, her cart's going to get all over it, her shoes are going to get all over it. Uh it's, she's she's her shoes are going to be slippery. Um, she could possibly fall down and bust her butt. Then, then I, then I can guarantee you that if that were to happen, that I would be the one to blame. I would be the one to go back to and to say, "Hey, this guy uh, had a spill on the floor. He didn't put a sign up. He let me walk through it, and I fell and broke my butt, <laughs> broke my coccyx bone." And the other thing is that. Well, this is completely ridiculous. I just say, said this to my manager as a joke, but maybe she wanted me to move the spill. You know, like it's like it's a box. I can just kind of scoot it over and she could get out of the way and then I can scoot it back to where she was. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, are people living in a Bugs Bunny cartoon? Do they just come up and stand there and look at me go, come on, buddy, what are you doing? You know, you can just move that spill, right? Just get your hand and kind of just move it. 
Um, so that was one thing I couldn't figure out. It was pretty crazy. I was like, what? Wait, why would she just stand there? You know, I get boggled down by things and I, and I tend to kind of keep them in my head for a while. Um, because people just amaze me. People really, really, really shock me. And, uh, their actions, their uh, attitudes, the way they expect things or they, you know, or at least what I assume that they're doing is expecting things. It, uh, it makes no sense to me sometimes. And so I just like to vent about it. Uh, sometimes while I talk on here, I, I kind of get answers for myself. So one answer for myself was maybe she was tired. I want to, you know, I love to give people the benefit of the doubt. I never like to think that everyone's selfish and evil and all this other stuff because, man, if you start thinking like that, life starts becoming kind of dark. Um, you know, the world around us is pretty dark, but uh, when you start allowing that kind of thinking and mentality to be a part of you, uh, you kind of start becoming a cynical person and, uh, and that that leads to mistakes. That leads to mistakes to where you end up thinking someone's doing something and it ends up not being the case. And then, you know, you kind of feel sorry. You're like, oh, man, I wish I wasn't so hard on that person. I wish I, you know, would have known that they meant, you know, something that I thought was for evil. They actually meant it for good. Um, like a good a good explanation for that was because of a cynical mindset. Whenever uh, I came into my my aisle today. Uh, and I was doing some work. There was a cart there with steaks and stuff like that. And uh, I walked it up to one employee and I said, hey, where do I take this? You know, do you guys have a section here at the front of the store? Because at the front of the store, they have like these areas where they put like stuff that's been left out. But because it was freezer, freezer stuff, she said, you know, take it back to the freezer section and uh, give it to one of the guys. Um, and well, the question she asked was... Uh, did someone was someone trying to steal it? I'm like, I don't know. It looks like someone just left the cart to me. Um, so I walk back to the, you know, back end to the grocery section or grocery man. I'm sorry, guys. I'm kind of out of it right now. I walk back to the freezer section and uh, I'm, I'm giving it to the guy that does, you know, the meat and stuff. And he says the same thing. He says, oh, it looks like someone was going to steal that. And I go, well, what do you mean? Um and he says, well, it's all expensive meats, like steaks and tips and all that stuff. And that's all it is. There's no diapers. There's no, uh, there's no, you know, toothpicks. <laughs> there's no forks. I mean, there's nothing else to go with it. It's just expensive cuts of meat. And if they left it, it probably means that they didn't see a way that they could take it out because there's too many, you know, uh, employees in the area. So a lot of times they'll try to steal something, but if they see they can't get out with it, they'll just leave it there. And uh, to me, that's a cynical mindset, right? I'm thinking, well, that's quite cynical. But because they both had concluded that, I thought to myself, well, that probably that's probably what it is. And so on my way back to my aisle, I kind of like uh, went, ugh, you know, humans are disgusting. And I kind of made that conclusion in my head. Well, what's interesting about that and kind of correlating back to what I was just talking about, when you have that kind of mindset, you make mistakes because then you think everyone's the same. So when I came up to my aisle, I had a pallet there with some stuff. And on top of the pallet, someone had just left bowls and a celery inside of the bowls and, and just a bunch of stuff sitting there. And I went, what? Like, seriously? And so I grabbed it. Now, there were two customers in that aisle. They were kind of away from the pallet, so I didn't assume any of them put the stuff down. So I kind of grabbed the stuff, and I kind of, like, huffed and puffed. Not too loud or whatever, but I went, what the heck? And and uh, and I kind of slung it onto the um, 
onto the shelf. I didn't like throw it on there, but you know, I was making quick motions, so you know, it could have been perceived as frustration. Um, and there was a lady that was a little further down that went, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's mine, that's mine. I just set it down for a second. And in my head, I'm thinking, Oh man, you know, this lady just set this down. I was kind of being an a hole, I was kind of all frustrated. Now, I don't know if she noticed any of that, but you know. The point is, in my head, I had made the person who put that stuff down onto my palate just as evil as the person who had left the meat who might have been, who might, see that's the keyword, who might have been trying to steal it. So based on, you know, cynical thinking, based on thinking that the whole world is, you know, out to get everyone, everyone's, you know, evil and everyone's, you know, negative, I made that assumption and so then I kind of portrayed that or reflected that assumption onto this other lady that just happened to set her stuff down because, you know, it was too heavy for her um, while she was trying to get something else. So why I bring that up, my point being is that when the lady came up and was just standing there with her cart to my face, I don't want to just look at that and say she was being outright rude and just pretty much saying get the heck out of my way. You know, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe she was just tired and just got zoned out. You know, her brain was on freeze mode and uh, she didn't know what was going on for a second. It took her a second to understand what was going on. And uh, with me telling her, ma'am, if you know, you could just go around or go, you know, back around, um, you know, I, I need to clean the spill here. Um, maybe that's all it took kind of like when someone gets stuck on a light and the light turns green and there's people sitting behind them. They give them a little honk. Um, you know, some people could get upset at that, you know, hey, don't honk at me, but if you were zoned out and you were on your phone, well then, you know, you're holding up traffic and all this other stuff. Whew. Anyways, that was a long rant. So again, I got a Facebook page called nineties guy babble. Um, it has the same picture as the podcast. So if you want to go make a comment on any of the podcasts, I would like to see what you think. I mean, are people downright evil? Do you think that lady was just purposely standing there telling me to get the heck out of the way? Um, or do you think, you know, she might've just been, you know, on freeze. Uh, another thing I noticed too, now this doesn't have to do with work or anything, but kind of the point I was, uh, wanting to talk about was I bought a mask uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, when I got the mask, I was sitting in my car and I had taken the mask out and I was looking at the the little box or cardboard or whatever that the mask was in. And I try not to talk about politics or anything, you know. I, I just, to me, it seems like politics and all that other stuff, it kind of divides. It never really brings people closer together. It never makes, it, no one ever really changes their opinion. Your opinion is going to be your opinion unless you're, you know, not only proven, but I mean, a lot of people can be proven otherwise and they still won't change their opinion. But either way, politics to me is 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 a, mute, a moot point. There's no point in talking about it a lot of times because what's the point? I'm just gonna be talking about it. I'll be babbling about it, but uh, it it's not gonna bring anything to the table. I'm not gonna learn anything. You're not gonna learn anything, and uh, we'll just be as dumb as ever and angry at each other. So there's no point in talking about it. So what I'm gonna talk about here isn't really politics. It's just my observations. Um, but there, I bought the mask, and on the cover of the mask. Or on the back back of the cover of the mask, uh, on the cardboard, there was something written that said, "Wear a mask, love others." Now think about that for a second. Wear a mask, 
love others. Love is a pretty deep word, right? So in a sense, it's a good slogan. Hey, wear a mask, love others. That's pretty cool, right? But take that in reverse for a second. Wear a mask, love others. So what you're pretty much saying is that if I don't wear a mask, I hate others. So if I don't wear a mask, I want to kill people. Because hatred causes people to commit all kinds of atrocities, some of which is murder. Um, so if I don't wear a mask, I want to harm you. I want. I hate you. I dislike you. I hate you pretty much. Because if love, the opposite of love is hate, well then not wearing a mask is hate. To me, that's just as bad as Stalin, Hitler propaganda. I mean, I don't know how horrible in propaganda you can get. Now I understand this is some company, you know, that just was trying to make money. But why not wear a mask, be safe or wear a mask and uh, don't catch COVID. Wear a mask and uh, I mean, even wear a mask and be a friend because then at least I could say, well, I don't care about being everyone's friend, but wear a mask and love others. Well, that implies that I hate everyone if I don't wear a mask. Now, it doesn't say wear this mask, love others. That would make sense too, because you know, then I could see as oh, the company's just you know pandering and they want whatever. But wear a mask, love others. Now, I heard a lady talking to a buddy at work today, and uh, they both were I mean on complete opposites of the of the um, spectrum when it comes to politics. Uh, I would say he was somewhat of a conservative libertarian. Now, I know that's, you know, sounds like an oxymoron, but bear with me. You know, he's conservative when it comes to certain things. And, uh, you know, he, he's not crazy about, you know, being completely ruled by the government. So he's a libertarian in that sense. Now, the lady, I don't know her political stance, um, but she seemed to have, you know, she seemed to have had a, you know, decent grasp on politics. Um, but she was big on the COVID thing. You know, she thought, that, uh, you know, it's a very important thing for us to wear masks. And uh, in one sense, I do agree. You know, I don't want the elderly to to get infected and die or whatever, what have you. Um, now, there's a debate on how, um, if the masks actually work or not. You know, just because I'm walking around not wearing a mask, am I necessarily sneezing on people? Am I coughing on people? I mean, what 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 is the mask actually doing? What is it actually preventing? Because if it comes to to you know infection and you know somebody being infected and it transferring to someone else, I would say contact would be the worst thing of it. Um, so if anything, we shouldn't be wearing masks. We should be wearing gloves. And I was at McDonald's the other day, and uh, the employees that were handing out the items weren't wearing gloves. The guy that gave me my card back wrapped it up in the receipt and gave me the card back. But if you think about it, who cares if you wrapped it up in a receipt? You're still touching the receipt, and I'm touching the receipt after I get it back. And he wasn't wearing gloves. So gloves really should be the thing that we should be wearing, not uh not masks, but you see, the thing is, is gloves, you can't force gloves everywhere you go, because if you're going to enforce gloves, well, then they have to be gloves that aren't going to tear while people are working, like me, for instance, breaking open boxes, opening boxes, so then now, now, not only do I have to wear gloves, I have to wear expensive gloves, now masks, they can be cheap, so you can kind of enforce that, hey, wear a mask, you can even wear some kind of cloth, sorry, again, rant, babble, um, but going back, so the lady told uh, the buddy that I had at the store, she told him that, you know, hey, there's elderly people 
that are in danger of dying from this flu. So by not wearing a mask, what you're pretty much saying is, hey, you know, I don't give a crap if you get infected. I'm healthy. I'm young. But if you die, I don't care. Which I can understand that, right? If the logic fits, right? I could kind of understand that. But my buddy brought up, he said, well, if you're smoking and you don't want secondhand smoke and you're standing in my way and you're standing where I'm smoking, well, then who's the one who needs to stop? Do I need to stop smoking? Which I think everyone should stop smoking anyways. But the point is, is, you know, does the person now not have the right to smoke? So should you not be able to smoke because someone could walk past your vapor or your smoke and and inhale some of it and get secondhand smoke? Or does the person have to be careful not to go around people who are smoking? So that's the question. Now, like elderly people, if they're the ones who are more apt to get the virus and actually suffer consequences like death from the virus, well, then the question goes back to, does that mean that everybody else in society now needs to wear masks, wear gloves when they're messing with elderly not messing, but, you know, associating or, or doing anything with elderly people. Uh, wear gloves. Now, under, in a senior home, yeah, 100%. When you're in a senior home, it's all elderly people. You should be wearing a mask. You should be wearing gloves. You should be wearing goggles. You should be wearing a snorkel. But when it comes to out in the open, I, why should I be wearing... Why should my breath be suffocated and I should keep breathing in the crap breath that I keep breathing out... Uh, even though it's not in large quantities. But either way, why should I be inconvenienced because of a flu? Now, I understand that I said, you know, I've said before, I asked the lady this. I said, well, so what's the difference? Why is it that before these previous years and and generations, uh, we've had flus but never had to have wear masks? And she said, well, because this flu transfers much quickly. It it transfers much easier. It can transfer much, you know, quicker from person to person. Well, okay, but that still doesn't explain the mask. That doesn't mean that it's more deadly. It just means it transfers faster. So, okay, so if the problem is transferring, and then the problem is transferring to people who may have a weak immune system, who may be apt to dying because of this flu, well, then it lies in, you know, in, in not the fault, but the problem lies in the elderly, the people who have the immune systems that they're afraid of uh, uh, the COVID because of. So then what I would assume, what I would kind of just conclude would be that I shouldn't be the one wearing a mask. If anything, it should be the elderly that come in wearing masks, wearing gloves, wearing goggles, wearing protective gear, because they're the ones terrified of getting and dying from it. I I feel like everyone who's okay with getting it and possibly suffering physical consequences because of it should be able to not wear a mask. If you're not scared for your own for your own health and and just like a smoker doesn't care that his lungs are going to turn black, well then what you're not going to tell smokers, "Hey, you're hurting yourself and you're kind of hurting other people because you're letting the smoke out into the air and people can walk past that." I mean, the smoker the smoker uh image or whatever is perfect. Because if you think about it, it's just like the COVID. It's 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 something we don't exactly see. It's not something you could grab with your hands. It goes from person to person by inhalation or by contact. So then 
a smoker shouldn't be thrown into jail because he doesn't want to wear a mask or shouldn't be fired because he doesn't want to wear a mask. Sorry, and I'm using the mask as in smoking. So we let smokers smoke. We say, hey, go outside or go to a designated smoking area. Um, if there's a campus that's a smoke-free campus, they don't go there and they, they most of the times don't smoke. So then what we should do is businesses should probably have uh, no mask or, or sorry, uh you have to wear mask areas or whatever you would, you know, however you would call that. But for the government to make it a mandatory thing where everyone needs to wear a mask when they're out in public, that just doesn't make sense. Why? What's the purpose of that? If you're an elderly person, stay away from people when you're out in public. Stay six feet apart. I thought the whole six feet apart thing was enough. Now we need to wear masks just in case. I sneeze and it travels and lands in your mouth. I don't know. Now, if you're so scared of it, then you wear a mask. But I don't I don't have to wear a mask when I'm out in public. I shouldn't wear a mask when I'm out in public. But because of the whole mentality that if you don't wear a mask, you hate people. There's problems everywhere now. Today, for instance, at work, some woman came in and uh, saw somebody else not wearing a mask or the mask was worn improperly Two customers and the mask was worn improperly and... The person blew up. They started talking about how they're going to post up on Facebook and your your face is going to be everywhere, which is r- ridiculous on its own. But, uh, but a person who looks at the media and looks at advertising and is a brainwashed propaganda uh, cookie monster, cookie, 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 just devouring all the propaganda that is thrown at them, that's how they're going to act. Because in their world, you hate people. In their world, you're murdering people. In their world, you don't care enough about people for anyone to care about you. So what's going to happen? That person's going to call you out. They're going to say, hey, idiot. Hey, moron. Hey, hater. Hey, human hater. What are you doing not wearing a mask? But that other person might not be a propaganda monger and just say, well, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm not scared of catching COVID. So why should your fear control my life? Why should your fear control my life? Now, I took a picture of something that I was reading in a book the other day. It's a book about cults. And the book is basically talking about... Um, he's not defending cults, but he's not all, but he's not uh, denouncing them either. It's a man who used to be in a cult and got out of one. Um, what he's talking about is we can't take what a handful of people have done, cult leaders and all this other stuff, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid. We can't take that and say that every other cult and every other smaller religion or, you know, uh, a branch of religion is evil. Um, but anyways, so something he wrote in the book that caught my eye was very interesting. He said, a phenomenon that can often be observed in the wake of a dynamic social movement is the emergence of a counter-movement that comes into being for the sole purpose of opposing the original movement. A phenomenon that can often be observed in the wake of a dynamic social movement is the emergence of a counter-movement that comes into being for the sole purpose of opposing the original movement. 
So let's say the government's original movement is to control us, right? So then the phenomenon that can often be observed in the wake of a dynamic social movement. So the dynamic social movement would be control. The government is trying to control us. A phenomenon that can often be observed in the wake of of a dynamic social movement would be the riots, the fires, Antifa, all this protesting, all this division. So that's the phenomenon that's happening right now, right? And it's right as a dynamic social movement is about to happen. So there's a counter movement that comes into being for the sole purpose of opposing the original movement. So the counter movement in this scenario, this is a both way, this is a two way thing. So there's a counter movement that's happening because of control, which is Black Lives Matter, Antifa, you know, hey, there's 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 too much control, you guys are trying to kill us, all this other stuff. But I think it goes deeper than that. I think that that is a counter movement to something even bigger. Control. I know you're probably like, well, you just said that control was the thing. So this other movement's going against control. Um, But what I'm saying is, bear with me. The police shootings and all the other stuff that has been in the media... That has been causing people to get stirred up, causing people to have division, causing people to have anger. And the portrayal of these things in the media, I believe, has all been done on purpose. Why? I believe that this has been done on purpose because they know that if they portray these types of things, there will be riots. There will be riots. We have seen this for years and years and years. The LA riots, for example. We've seen this happen before. We've seen... Certain things that the media has told us are happening cause certain people who devour propaganda to act out. Now, let me ask you this. Why would the government or the media or the powers that be, why would they want people to go out and protest and to break things and to burn things and to cause destruction? Why would they want that to happen? Well, it's for control. It's for control. I believe that we're coming to a point where the government's going to come out and say, Hey guys, look, we have the ultimate solution. Do A, B, and C. Or give us A, B, and C. Or give over these rights and those rights. And take this and do this and don't do that. And you will no longer have to be worried about people burning your house down, breaking into your house to steal things, you will no longer have to worry about any of this stuff. You think that the government couldn't just stop all this in one moment? I guarantee you it can. Look at China. China destroys protests. China stops any movement that scares them, that tells them, oh, this movement might rise up against us. Any cult that rises to even a significant number of members, China completely destroys. They throw the people in jail. They throw the leaders in jail. They stop everything. Now, I'm not saying that that's what China or that's what America should do. But my point is, is well, why is America allowing this? Why is America allowing the media to say these things? Why is America allowing people to protest? Why is the government allowing these things to happen? Well, because when you flood fear into people's minds 
when you pump fear into people's minds, what ends up happening is they become so distraught, they become so